It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Welcome to Highly Disputed, live from the Butcher Center at Shepherd University. My name is Dylan. (laughs) You're not hearing it live, by the way. I've jumped in before my cue. (laughs) My name is uh, Dylan Bishop, and with me, as always, as you already know, is Ryan Stickle. How's it going, Ryan? Ah, you know, I'm happy to be live on the air. Um, You happened to click this recording at the exact time we started. Uh, Crazy coincidence. Thank you for joining us. We're here at the Butcher Center. Um, Big week for Shepherd Athletics. Um, Go Rams. We'll probably say it a hundred times. I'm sure we will. Also have Garrett Junkins joining us uh, now at front of the show. Uh, he'll be chiming in, I'm sure. Let's go O's. <laughs> None of that. All right. <laughs> None of that. Maybe he won't be chiming in. <laughs> but, yeah, we are here live from uh, pregame for the quarterfinals of the PSAC Volleyball Tournament here at Shepherd University with the number one seed in the PSAC East, Shepherd, hosting the Golden Rams of Westchester University for seed in the PSAC East in volleyball this year. Uh, Shepard got gypped again, just like they're going to be in football this week, where they're the number one seed, yeah. and uh, but they don't get to host anything outside of the, this game here. The, the semis and finals are going to be at the highest remaining seed for whichever West team is left, and I, uh, I don't like that. Yeah, it's it's very unfortunate the way they do it. I don't know logistics wise how it works. Um, I don't know if um, volleyball alternates or volleyball just goes the the west seed was the higher seed, and so this is what it is for this tournament. Um, I know football alternates year over year, but yeah, very unfortunate. They uh, they they both are gonna have the best record um, on their respective sides and aren't gonna get to host it. All right, Gannon um, is fifteen and one, so that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I that the the volleyball side of things, I'm I feel less bad about. Um it would be cool if they could just catch it on a year where, you know, they didn't get to host it all the way, especially considering over the years all the great teams they've had who missed out on hosting this tournament, but um they get their home game tonight. Um and being a one seed, they're they're going to be facing lower seeds throughout this tournament. And uh I was I was going to pull up the schedule here. Uh I do need the Wi-Fi because Well, okay. Uh, it's but, but they haven't lost in months, really. I mean, they start out. So they eight, what, they're no. what? They're eighteen or they're twenty and six at this point, and their six losses were in a six-game losing streak. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, I've never really seen anything like it. It was one of those things where they started off hot, as they they do like pretty much every year, especially under um, Coach Alex. And um, as Garrett pulls up the schedule for us, um, thank you, Producer Garrett. Uh, yeah, they start off hot as they usually do. They hit this losing streak, and you think, okay, this is, you know, this team has has regressed. Um, there's a lot of new fresh faces here. Um, you know, maybe they're just not as good as they've been. Six-game losing streak, especially once they hit conference play, wasn't looking good. Um, but since then, I mean, they've rattled off, what is it? We're at 12 straight games now. Um, looking at the schedule here, their last loss was September 23rd. Um, we sit here on November the eighth, um, right? Am I? Is it the eighth? Ninth. The ninth. I don't. Days don't matter. But um, <laughs> we sit here on November 9th, and they haven't lost since then. So um, you'd like to see that continue? I think they're going to need to win this tournament to get into the the NCAA playoffs because based on the seating right now in the region, uh, not looking good for them. 
No, they they dropped a few spots even without losing any games, which was kind of interesting to me. But I mean, this is it's unfortunate because this is uh, actually I've gotten to watch almost none of this volleyball team this year, even though there's right. some there's some familiar faces from from years prior, and I mean it's some good faces. We've now I mean we saw Michaela Hoy as a freshman playing on that 2019 team that had you know Peyton Lindblad, Cam Hill. Sion Good, uh, and all the other, what was it, the Fab Five they called them, Amani Major and Jessica Cars that they had, those five seniors. And it was still Michaela Hoy, as one of the freshmen, was getting a lot of playing time. Now she's a senior, and she is really good. I mean, they've had a handful of players this year that have been PSAC, player, PSAC East right. Player of the Week, uh, Claire Ellis, I believe Joy Fairweather just uh, just won this past week, and then Michaela Hoy as well. So I'm looking down the schedule here of this this 12 game um, winning streak. Um, there's a lot of sweeps here. They've had one, two, three, four, five games just go to four sets. Only one of them has gone to five sets in that whole 12 game winning streak. So they're playing very dominant volleyball right now. And yeah, this is a this has been a really interesting year. Um, you talk about all the great players who've come through here and um, kind of a new generation now. I mean, this is really um, a big turnover year for them. Um, we kind of we kind of saw it when the seniors left, but it, this year more so for whatever reason, it really feels like um, things have shifted for this team. Um, and funny enough, I mean, with the the seating for the region. Um, normally when you're in a position like that, right, you're down at 10th and you need to get up to, what, a 6, I think? Um, up in the 6, 7, 8th. I feel like, eighth. Eighth. I feel like if eighth. they 8 teams get in. You might be right. Um, that's one of those things, sport to sport, varies so much. Uh, thank you. Bless you, Garrett, if you heard the sneeze. Um, and they're in a weird position where they're number one on their side of the conference, but 10th in the region. So you're going to beat teams, assuming you win a couple games, you're going to beat teams that are below you right normally when you're in that 10th position right. you're in a seat you're in a position a seed where when you beat teams in this tournament you're they're going to be above you you're going to be getting quality wins unless they win it um i don't know that they're going to get in because i don't know how many quality wins they're going to get along the way unless you know they they reach the the semifinals or the finals because i mean you see this team tonight it's a, that's a solid volleyball team in westchester but not necessarily a quality win you throw on the the resume yeah, I'm just looking through the stats for this year. I, it, I, we literally we are recording this to the point where we saw we could see the team out in warmups, and I want to say let me look at the roster because I saw someone in a walking boot. I want to see if it's who I was, who I thought it might potentially be. Uh, yeah, it is. It's uh, Renee Killo, I believe is how you pronounce it. Mm. Uh, the leader in blocks on the team. So yeah. that's unfortunate yeah, that they're gonna. Yeah, but. This team has a lot of really good uh, talent on it. Like we mentioned, Michaela Hoy, who we've seen since uh, since she was a freshman, and uh, Tana Rakestraw, a yeah. good friend friend of the show that hasn't ever been on the show. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, it, and um, Joy Fairweather as well, and I, Victoria Nichols, I thought was really good as a setter when we when I saw her last year, and then Claire Ellis has been a multiple time. Pisaki's player of the week as the libero leads the team in aces leads the team in digs yeah claire i mean outside of a rough stretch she kind of had last year claire was um just absolutely outstanding blew me away to be able to go from um 
She was a freshman last last freshman year. Last year, and I mean, we had the weird COVID year in between, so they pretty much went straight from Imani Major to Claire, and I mean, you couldn't ask for like a better transition period there, right? Um, because that's a hard position to play, and Imani was one of the best to ever do it here. So to go to another great already, um, just like that, they've been very fortunate. I'd say one thing this team does have over some of those great teams with that that um, that Fab Five. Um, whatever we want to call them, um, far less predictable. The ball gets around more because um, I mean that team when, when it, it's one of those when it's working, it's working, right? It's it's Peyton and it's Cam on the outside, do, just doing the thing. Yeah, that and, was the kind of the thing with that team. One of them has an off night, or you face a, a team that just has a really good block and they're handling things on their end. Um, you saw this team kind of for lack of a better phrase, fall apart. I mean, they were just getting these games, and um, it, it would just avalanche on them. So to have this team, and you have multiple people you can go to on any given night, um, that's a great advantage for them, and part of the reason they've gone on this streak as the music has stopped, and I feel like I need to lower my volume. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It was like, yeah, that, they had that fab five of the five seniors, but one of them was the setter. One of them was who, uh, the libero. One of them was, you know, Sion Good, our, our great and loyal friend of ours, who was kind of they started out at the outside, at the outside, but wasn't like big on getting kills or anything like that. And then it, it was essentially just Limblad and Hill, Pam and Kate. Uh, what was that? Pam and Katen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pam and Peyton. Who it was kind of those were the two. It was like when they needed to get a kill that's who they went to just those two so it was kind of predictable and it was that and like the setter dump by jess which where it was you know it worked here and there but you know it was still kind of predictable that's that's one of those plays you have to pick your spots and like that's most anybody can do it fairly well i mean you kind of just place the ball softly over the net um it's more about picking your spots for that yeah funny funny enough the reason that i haven't really i haven't seen a single regular season game of this volleyball team is because of my new job which in turn has uh come with me learning a lot more about volleyball being the uh (laughs) the wrnr tv 10 volleyball play-by-play guy scouting the uh scouting the next generation there of uh, honestly of volleyball it's in our area like muscleman yeah like muscleman's insane oh man i mean just a dynasty year after year i mean yeah um that's one of those teams that you just kind of expect them to win the, the yeah. state title. Every right. I, like, I, like I saw that the Musselman had last last year had the uh, the state player of the year and Hannah Howard. And I uh, before I'd ever seen her play, I was like, oh, she could like, you know, maybe she'll end up at Shepherd. And then it was a couple games watching her this year. Where I was like, oh, she's too good for Shepherd. <laughs> and then she ends up committing to UMBC. Wow. <laughs> so it's like, okay, D one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, come on, Garrett. Whoa, Garrett. Come Garrett. On. Come on. UMBC, man. Don't disrespect the Golden Retrievers like that. They had a good tournament run in basketball. They beat the one seed. They're only they one. They beat the one seed. One shot wonders. What was that? One shot wonders. Disgraceful. All right. All right. The, the baseball and disrespect is all he offers us. <laughs> <laughs> so just disrespect. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But no, that's uh, that's volleyball. It's our volleyball coach. Uh, the, 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 thing about the, the thing about the PSAC uh, tournament is that there are two absolute powerhouses in the West with yep. uh, Gannon and Clarion. That are fifteen and one and fourteen and two in the conference. So, uh, getting past them probably not going to happen. 
But I mean, they haven't played them yet this year. Part of the part of the thing with them having such a good record is they haven't played those tough teams over in the West. And I'm sure that was taken well into account when um, the regional rankings. Yeah, let me. Um, I'm gonna pull up the rankings just real quick here um, before we wrap up on on volleyball. Move over to football. Um, I believe Gannon's number one, if not number two. Wheeling might be way, way up there, and then Clarion's only a spot or two behind. Yeah. So internet issues—that's a fun thing during the show. Um, not yeah. Not home Wi-Fi, but um, you know the 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 PSAC is is normally the deepest conference, but not necessarily. Here it's working for me. It is number one. That, Garrett, why are you showing us the Arizona oh, Senators oh, race? Oh my god! No, I got it up on. I, I got. <laughs> no, I really thought some major election breaking news was happening that I didn't know about because Garrett showed us his phone Mark, and it had election Mark Kelly. results. It just happened to be that he had Google open and Google was showing him the election. Is he an astronaut? I do. I didn't know that. Mark Kelly, he's the astronaut. I know him more as being an astronaut than running for yeah. for office but anyway anyway gannon yeah gannon number one in the Gannon's atlantic region clarion. then clarion then charleston uh out of the mec weird to see wheeling not up at number one wheeling has hosted that that regional tournament in the ncaa's seemingly every single year for the past decade yeah um doesn't look like that's gonna happen this year though we'll see because i mean it's only one or two games separating all those top four teams but um it's it's a bit of a different look here this year instead of the wheeling kind of being the the top dog and then we have the PSAC spread throughout PSAC conference is is kind of running this thing um because you got IUP at number six after you get to Fairmont State at five and you got West Liberty uh West Virginia State hanging on there but I mean Shepard's right there they could hop they could hop up into the uh the the rankings and they were in those rankings um just a couple weeks ago don't know why they dropped that was some weird stuff going there but um yeah, it's going to be, and, and like it is in most of the other sports, I mean, it's those two conferences kind of running things. We so. have breaking news. Oh, no. Tyson Bajan has been named to the Senior Bowl. Whoa! So, funny Great enough. transition. So, uh, this is literally happening in real time. <laughs> so, I will say, um, I saw it today on Twitter. I'm so, not even going to bother opening it. it was, is it Jim? Is Jim it, Nagy. Nagy. Was ha- tweeted out. He said, "Got a couple small school invitations going out today for the Senior Bowl." Had a had a picture of like whatever box they send him. You know, probably a little goodie bag or whatever. Um, and I was like, "Interesting." He's I've seen him tweet about Shepard, um, and he he says making a point of a couple small schools um, that generally you wouldn't mention a small D one school for that because there's plenty of those yeah. in the in the the, the so, Senior Bowl. Can I tell you the little scoop that I had that I knew I could I could have saw this coming little scoop <clears throat> on monday i went to monday night mayhem on tv 10 you know where they, they interview tyson and travis bajan every week and well I, I wouldn't they don't interview travis they uh the the beast is just part of the part of the uh mayhem yeah <laughs> he, he is all the mayhem really <laughs> yes but i afterwards i heard him talking to uh one of she- one of shepherd's offensive linemen and he was looking at him and he said listen the senior bowl it's done I'm telling you, look at and he was telling he was looking at, he was like look at me, it's done. Wow. So and th- that was that was Monday. Official word. So that was, I mean, is there of all these college all star games? I mean, is there a bigger one than the Senior Bowl? No, the Reese's Senior Bowl. I mean, that's it. No, that's, that's like it's like a Comic Con for draft Twitter. Yeah, they all go down there. Yeah, it's again it's a, you get a meeting of the minds down there with the Man. like yeah. 
That is really something. Mobile, Alabama. That is, uh, that is truly the next step here because we've said so often Tyson's going to have the college numbers and the performance at this level. What's going to happen is he needs to go into that offseason. He needs to get into that process. Um, yep. And then the process is going to be really what would take him for maybe like a sixth or seventh, maybe get him up into that fifth round, maybe fourth round, like if he really kills it, right? Um, and this is the first step in that. I'd, I'm going to be completely honest with you. The senior bowl likes to tweet, and they like to be like, look at this little player. Look at this player here. Right, you and don't really like, ever and think. And it's like, man, if he got that, that'd be awesome, but I just don't know. Like, we might be looking at like the East-West Shrine game or something like that. Still, I figured Shrine I, game. I figured he'd be like at the, one of the best ones. I didn't know if – Shrine game's number two. I, would have, I figured um, it was that. And not, not a knock on Tyson. I mean, there's just so many good quarterbacks in college football where it's like we only have room for so many. So the D2 guys, unfortunately, as, as – good of ballers as they are sometimes just get bumped down to that but obviously a lot of respect for him and you know you break those those passing records like that um they're gonna take notice right yeah so that did happen this past week where tyson became the all-time leader in uh, he did break the record that we've been talking about the career touchdown passes (laughs) record it's all we've been talking about recently because the the games are uncompetitive right Um, finally got the touchdown record i believe the it's the all-time, all-time D two touchdowns leader, correct? To- in, in total touchdowns. So yeah, passing touchdowns was the first record, and then like he also two touchdowns later. Or yeah, I think, um, I think he might be tied for total touchdowns. Okay. Uh, but obviously, you would just need one to the, break uh, it. That's gonna be one. If outside of like the passing yardage. Once the season ends, I'm going to need a breakdown and, like, a complete list of, like, all of the big records he's broken because it's going to end up being, like, four or five, like, pretty huge deal records. Like, put up a banner type of records um, that are being broken by Tyson. So, um, yeah, congrats to him. I mean, we all saw it coming. It was only a matter of time. Um, And he got it done. Very efficient day once again. Uh, conference uh, player of the week in football for probably the like eight millionth time this year um, and this week is is we're finally we finally hit the week where it feels like the season is like really gonna start we've been we've had yeah. this week circled um, really as soon as we got past Cal and Kutztown I mean we just been waiting Yep. Um, really, since the volleyball winning streak started, we've been waiting <laughs> we, uh, this month and a half or whatever it's been um, for this game. It ended up being IUP, which kind of got a little fuzzy these past couple weeks. But I think the whole way we've been kind of eyeballing IUP as being in the, the opponent in this game. Um, it's one you, you like because you've beat IUP every time you've played them ever. I think they're mm-hmm. 4-0 all time, 2-0 since they've joined the conference. Um, but it's also on is IUP due for one because they're a really good team no. and <laughs> Garrett says no all right uh there's some positivity from Garrett there's yeah. no he's no. He, given the IUP disrespect but you know um, I'd say IUP is the third best team in the PSAC behind Shepard and Slippery Rock um I just want to make a note about this senior bowl thing I found this out during the show because it was shared with me that Jordan Nicewarner tweeted out a picture pictures from practice of Tyson with I believe Jim Nagy's in this picture 
and just the entire team at practice. It's it's nighttime in this picture, so this literally just happened. It's happened, yeah. Yeah, I just but <laughs> yeah, but you can tell it's. I mean, he's got the Reese Senior Bowl thing in his hand, taking photo ops with everybody. The tweet's been deleted, though. I think Jordan Nicewater. Oh, he jumped. The he gun. jumped jumped the gun <laughs> oh, on tweeting my it out. Gosh. I can't even imagine the angry text he got. Because I went to Twitter while I was talking on my phone here because rec- I'm recording on my phone, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to do a multitask, and I tried to find the tweet so that I could like point or bring it up and like share it or share it around, and it's gone. So it's not it's not there anymore. But and uh, wow. that's what I found out was that unless they happen to revoke it, no. <laughs> um, that's funny. I wonder when they were supposed to release that. I think they want like the senior bowl to tweet it out first. Okay. That's what they, I think it would probably be. Oh, so so yeah, he was well, he probably did him. it and one person was like, Hey man, you can't tweet that out yet. And shout, was like, out to, oh. shout out to Newsbreaker, Jordan Ice Warner, wonderful on the radio calling the the old Shepherd games. Yep. We got to get him on the show to talk about it sometime. We do. And we got to get the TV 10 play by play man for Shepard as well, Nick Furzalini. That was the plan, actually, for today before we realized there was a volleyball game to be at during our normal time. We should get them both on. Um, kind of like, you know, when they release the NFL schedule and they have like Jim Nance and Al Michaels both on NFL Network talking about their games? We need to do one of those type of crossovers. We get both the play by play guys. That'd be fun. You know what we do? We, we need to get them, we need to do it in person. And we have them sit there and we just show them a football play. And we say, both of you call this play at the same time. And we'll just see, we'll just see, we'll see who stands out more. And then we have Garrett rate them. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun. But yeah. Um, totally sidetracked. <laughs> IUP this week. I believe IUP is like up to 21st in the, the metrics that we look at in the, overall in Division Two. Shepard's still at third. Uh, Shepard still sixth in the D2Football.com poll, even though they're third in the coaches' poll. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. I've looked at that. I, they're probably just like, you ain't played anybody. I, I guess so. I mean, sorry. Um, we've played <laughs> a couple good teams and, and beat them. It'd be one thing if they weren't dominating all these teams that aren't very good, but they are. They're just going, like, they're doing exactly what you should ask the team up there to do. Um, you got Pittsburgh State in front of them, and it's not—it's like not even in Pittsburgh. There's plenty of uh, yeah, they're in Kansas, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, they they don't have the H in Pittsburgh. Is that is the uh, yeah. differentiator there? But um, yeah, you see a lot of times it'll be like maybe three four in the poll, um, maybe three five, but three six this many weeks in a row to be that different in the polls. Um, very weird. Um, Luckily, D2Football.com is not um, doing the regional rankings. <laughs> right, that's the thing. Because um, they'd be like, ah, Shepard, put him at fifth or something. Yeah. But I, um, It's looking like, to me, I wouldn't doubt. It, let's, let's say they go undefeated through the regional tournament, get to the final four. I think that they would end up third, assuming that Grand Valley State and Angelo State made it through because that's been the top two in both in every poll. Yeah. So I think they would go to Angelo State, which if I'm probably going to have to look this up to confirm where it is, I want to say Angelo State is, I know it's in the same conference as this Colorado School of Mines. I don't know if it's in Colorado. Garrett. The, uh, that's not the Tarmac Conference, is it? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I Garrett. <laughs> Garrett, uh, where, is, where is Angelo State University? We're going to have to confirm with our with our on-site producer. We're in the trenches out here. Our, execu- our executive producer. I just I just I, I want to give Garrett something here so that I don't have to like be the Angelo State is in San 
Angelo, Texas. I almost said San Antonio. Texas. My, my brain autocorrected San Angelo to San Antonio, but San Angelo does make more state more sense for Angelo State. Um, that's a lot of travel. Um, certainly a lot a lot further than than Michigan ended up being, which still is very far away to go last season. Yeah. Um, either way, not a game that uh, TV Ten will be traveling to, and yeah. probably not WEPM either. <laughs> I don't don't have the. Uh, the old budget for that one, maybe. Um, I think could they, be, could I, be a situation that, that there's like a stream happening, and maybe. But though, when you get up there, I actually think uh, when you get up to that point, ESPN m- might carry it, and they might they might kind of put the the axe on. They might, but it's it's radio, it's radio though. Yeah, so I actually the think different, I guess I but. think Jordan and whoever his play by play man was last year, I think it was Travis something, not Travis Smith from from TV Ten. I don't think, but. I think they were in Michigan. I think they actually went. You might be right. I think they were. But fun fact about Angelo. Fun fact about Angelo State. They're the Rams, and they're blue and gold. Breaking they, news. Yeah, they're the Rams, and they are the team that I notice on all these graphics for D two. Whenever there's you know just headlines, power rankings, all that. Um, straight ripped off the the new Los Angeles Rams logo. Oh, absolutely. Um, like. Straight. I mean, you can say what you want about Shepard. They've rebranded recently that, you know, maybe appropriating some more St. Louis Rams um, stuff, with this, especially the old helmets. But, oh, man, they, they got that new logo, and they really just they ran with it. That new logo looks more like Westchester. The new, yeah, the new Shepard logo does look like Westchester's, yeah. yes. That we've, we've got, I think everyone has um, noticed that. There, especially since they played each other, and it was just like as soon as they it was the first. It, it was like the first game first with the new logo. Game, yeah, that they used it. Um, yeah, there's like five logos in sports, and everybody steals them. So, um, Garrett, we need to get your uh, your game pick for for Shepherd IUP. We need a final score prediction as well, and also Tyson. Also, <laughs> sorry to move the mic around. Sorry, Tyson passing yards as well. Hmm. Well. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be controversial here, folks. Oh, uh oh. No. 28. Shepard. Yes. How many passing yards for uh, for Tyson? Five hundred. <laughs> Five hundred. Th- when he said, as soon as he said controversial, I was like, oh, he's gonna say like Shepard's gonna lose by five points and Tyson's gonna throw for two eighty. You know, I, I will I will say, um, when Shepard has faced these better teams, these better teams do a better job of of stopping the run game which forces Shepard to throw more and as we know Tyson Bajan is very good at quarterback and his best games have come against these these higher level teams I mean they're for like 400 against Cal and like 400 against Kutztown or something like that um so I yeah, mean 390 against East Stroudsburg which was, that snuck up on me yeah 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 I don't know where that of all his games where he quietly puts up 400 um that was that was one where I was like oh 390 interesting but yeah um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird one i think these teams play some strange close games um i think it's coming down to the last possession it's i think it's whoever's got the ball last and and garrett garrett is gonna agree with me on that one um i think we get into the second half of this game and there's just gonna be rhythm on both sides uh and i think we're gonna be going score for score with each other um, so this one's going to be like a sa- save your timeout, second half, clock management, 
all that good stuff because it's going to come right down to it. Yeah, IU, IUP is in the 90s in defensive SP+, plus, but they're number 10 in offense. Yeah. So it, lo- it does look – I think it's it's going to be a shootout. Uh, record, record watch-wise still for these other records, Tyson's 547 yards away from the D2 career passing yards record. And he's sitting at, what now, 161 uh, passing touchdowns, which puts him six shy of the record for any amount of uh, t- uh, passing touchdowns by any co- quarterback on any level of college football. Uh, Alex Tanney from Monmouth so had 167, and Tyson's at 161. So that's yeah. the record watch. Yeah, once he, he's starting to get these records, and I've completely lost track. Like, it is so impossible because, like, it, it's hard when there's not a singular, like, ESPN is keeping track of these stats for you, and they will tell you and tweet when it Yards happens. in particular because... Yards is, the, yards, is, yards is the one where I'm doing a lot of math, um, but I can keep up with it at least. I'm aware of it. Yeah. Some of these other ones, like all-time college football. Like points responsible for. Yeah. It's like, come on. That, those are ones where if somebody from Shepard catches it and they throw it in the game notes on the, uh, the recap, I catch it. But, um, yeah, it's going to be after the end of the season. I think we're, there, some people are going to comb back through and notice more records that we probably have even missed already. Yeah. But with the yards one's going to be hard to keep up with if it's if the uh, East Stroudsburg game was any indication because the live stats were just not updating. Yeah, it was. Um, I want to say early third quarter, and I opened the live stats, and in, and East Stroudsburg was up seven nothing in the first quarter. <laughs> so um, not great. Hopefully, the PSAC championship game's a little better. IUP, I think, is a little more on top of things in that regard. Um, they're just too big a school to not be. They're, they're, yeah. IUP is essentially a D1 school. Um, it kind of in is. Terms of, in terms of size, I mean, they are a huge school. Like, we are nothing compared to them in size. Um, in football, though, we'll give them a fight. So, yeah. we'll see. Uh, I, it's, it's fun to have another competitive game on the schedule, but it's the, the, the jitters are coming back because, um, yeah. you know, I haven't – it doesn't seem like we've played a real game in months, so right. And I feel it, like it's, I feel like it's like opening week. Yeah, and the other thing is like, if they win, pretty obvious number one in the region by week, all yeah. that. If they lose, I mean, you have to assume IUP jumps up to number one, even yeah. though IUP is at number three right now. Yeah, behind so, assumption. Yeah. Um, so you would really assumption out of nowhere climbed up those rankings, yeah. um, and they're they're usually a pretty good team. Um, they upset upset Shepherd few years ago i believe it was shepherd hosted them here in the playoffs and they came in and knocked them off so um yeah i'd imagine iup i'd, I'd agree with that that an, a one loss iup conference champion i don't see how you keep them out of the number one spot right but then the, the question would be like was shepherd number two or number three i don't really know enough about assumption to like make a, a statement there so that one is really tough um I think it, I think we would need to kind of check on assumption and maybe I think the maybe, fact that Shepard is like so high in the national rankings, you got to still put him number two. Like, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, I, I'd say Ashland is out of the question um, for for Shepard. Assumption is the one I'd have to check on really because I mean, they, if they have assumption about IUP at this point, both with the loss, I imagine they've done something with their schedule to impress the the, the voters there. So um, I'd have to check on it, but I, I think. 
especially if it's a close game and Shepard was on the road, it's hard to see them dropping two spots even, in my opinion. Yeah, I would think they only have to go to – they would go to two. But yeah. hopefully we won't have to worry about that. Yep. Um, and, and that's the thing if, if you're this team. Uh, you're, you have these high aspirations, and part of that is, like, you, you're going to need these home playoff games as far as you can get them. Um, and then you might need some help by the time you reach the semifinal. So – um, step one is get these home games because they really they really matter, especially for Shepard who packs out a stadium unlike really any other D2 school on <laughs> really this side of Northwest Missouri State. Right, especially like, you know, it's a smaller stadium, but, you know, all those other schools have probably bigger ones to fill. But, it, but listen, you pack out the smaller stadium, it's a lot louder than the same amount of people in a bigger one because all that noise up against the, the bridge crew and the field house, I mean, that noise, it's about as well it designed. stays in. It's about as well designed for sound as you can have a, a D2 stadium like that, especially since they build that pavilion. I mean, that's just that much more of a barrier. Yeah. It's tough for these teams. I mean, how often do these teams go on the road and there's, there's real noise that affects them um, getting up to the line? Um, just uh, calling audibles, like everything. Communication is, is huge uh, at this level, and if they're not used to dealing with it, I mean, that's a huge advantage. Um, and knowing Shepard, I mean, you get in the playoffs, I mean, that it's going to be a loud crowd. Um, Shepard is known now and then. Some of these blowouts at home at noon can get a little sleepy uh, uh, yeah, atmosphere-wise, but you get in the playoffs, it's on, man, so I'm ready. Get me out there now. Yep. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm on my way to the, to the stadium right now. I'm going to go yell. You know, actually, we're going to be in our way to the Butcher Center now because I hear in the uh, announcements start out. I think they're about to announce the teams, get ready for the national anthem. So I think we'll about wrap this up. I think we all think Shepard's going to win until, <laughs> until uh, on a let's record it. Let's record our, our predictions after, and then we'll all sound really smart. Yeah, we're, we're going to win volleyball and football. I think until the football team loses to someone in the region, I'm not picking them to not win the regional championship. That's just a fact. I. I'm going to agree. I think this team is the best they've had um, really since 2015 or maybe 2016 because that was a really good team, really good defense. Connor Jessup was doing his thing. But um, this is just the most complete team we've seen from them in a long time. And um, I think they're going to get it done up until a point where you go, they kind of got it done. We're good with it. Kind of like last season. (laughs) Yeah. Last year, it was like, okay, you won the regional championship. That's fine. You're playing Ferris State now. It's, it's whatever. I think the difference this year is, is likely, and I might sound stupid in a few weeks, I think it's last year they, if you want to call it, um, they made some great plays, but a couple games on fluky, very rare type of plays. I mean, two Hail Marys back-to-back. Yeah. I think you might see them get a little deeper just by straight-up beating teams this season. Yeah, because the running game's better, the defense is better, and, like, the passing game is basically the same. Yep. It's still Harlan Hill winner Tyson Bajan. The only reason the numbers but have... The, the best quarterback in D2 history, I think we can safely say at this point. A hundred percent. And we're not biased. He's got all the records. W- listen, I could... <laughs> with or without bias, right? I mean, how... It's hard to argue with that. You could say he's going to get all the records that he doesn't already have. Yeah, and so I mean that's just it. I mean the the, the offensive passing numbers have been uh, lesser this season than last season, but it's just because they have a running game. I mean nobody's stopping this team. So yeah, the offense is great, and that's it's really that simple. Yeah, great. Go to the Senior Bowl. <laughs> Go Rams. Go Rams. <laughs>